Hello and welcome back to Enter the Asylum, a podcast where two brothers watch nothing at all. Just, just not, just not do a single episode. We didn't do it. We didn't watch a movie, okay, guys. <laughs> Today, also, we didn't watch any films, despite what the title is going to say. That'd be great if you, this is your comeback episode. <laughs> we don't do <laughs> nothing. Oh yeah, we, we didn't watch a movie, but it's our. We didn't watch an episode. <laughs> um, what? I'm here. Uh, Dad's here again. Hey, I'm. I'm in, here. You're. We're all here. I'm in the KC. We're back for our Christmassy film. This is our uh, fourth, which is uh, crazy to I think about. I love the Christmas episodes too. Yeah, I have to say, I think um, this this obviously was a bad movie. Get you know, it's an asylum yes. movie. But I will say, this was probably the best of the Christmas movies we've done. Like this mm-hmm. is this was significantly better and more tolerable than. What was the one we did last year with the Santa weird guy Claus. who who hacks into the Santa Claus system Santa Claus and the, the C L A W? Yeah, yeah, because it's the pup, because it's the because yes. it's the puppies. No, it's yeah, cats. It, uh, the previous film is Golden Winter, and before that, it's Alone for Christmas. That's our four films. Okay, what's seen. the what's the one where the puppies get the sled, and there's the weird hacker guy who is obsessed with Santa? You're thinking Claus? the cats oh. got the sled. That's a yeah, cat film. The crazy Christmas guy. I was trying to remember what the hell the movie He's was really about. It's like driver. that was the really memorable. That guy was a the crazy psychopath. Yes, yeah. and they were they were cats and not puppies. They were cats, and yeah, those Santa Claus, the cat. Oh, but we, cat. There was a whole okay. different movie with the dogs, and that was and there's there was a two whole different dog different films. Yeah, so yeah, there's two different, different dog, dog ones. Um, well, this is really <laughs> funny because I don't know even know him, but what uh, Drew Gooden talked about Alone for Christmas in a most recent episode of his on YouTube, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> It's, it's the holiday season. Of course, you, you you dredge these things up. But anyway, compared to that, the Santa Claus, uh, which was an absolutely wretched film, this was actually like okay. It like it has the the laziness of an asylum film, and it has some weird ass stuff. Yeah. But I didn't hate this movie. You know, I didn't. I I actually found it kind of interesting mm-hmm. um it obviously has flaws and we'll get into that but kind of okay with this one i gotta say it wasn't predictable right you could say that yes <laughs> the ending holy crap okay wait. much so, like a snow globe you okay. never know where the snow so, is going to fall so I much have, like so, also this film if you'll in, if you'll indulge me i have i i can sum up this movie in one of two ways in two very short sentences give me both of them okay a a woman uh ruins the tranquility and purity of a small town with her wretched hedonistic big city holly weird ways okay that's, that's number one number two um a woman is way too obsessed with the love life of her adult son <laughs> no those are both very very good and <laughs> yeah um boy that was that was that, that was this a, is um well yeah. this, is, this is interesting because see that was hidden until the end yeah it was and a that's good twist like, that's almost like charles wilford's pickup which like the last sentence of the novel changes the subject of the novel and then you left to think about it in this case it's kind of like your mom did this what, what that's 
fucking weird. No, it's you know? insane. It turns into like a, a to a horror film into like a cap a captive situation. Yeah, it's yeah. Insane. And she seems sadistic the entire time too. You know? Well, I, I I know they were playing it off as sort of like kind of like charming and like sort of uh, uh, sassy, you know. But oh. like, but but at the end, it's like, oh no, this was a hostage. It, it was situation. sass fantastic, right? But but it turns out no, this was a hostage situation. <laughs> Seemingly. Um, that bridge scene later. We should, we should yes, get into let's, the movie. Right, let's, yeah. Just, yeah, let's talk about it. All right, this is a snow globe Christmas. Scene. I don't think we said the name yet. Oh, yes, a snow globe Christmas. A snow globe not to Christmas. Be confused, not to be confused with Snow Globe, which is a different movie that apparently has a similar plot. You haven't seen it either, right? I have not. Yeah, we like, just read about yeah. it. And yeah, it is, it's interesting, though. The plot of that seemed even harder to figure out from the Wikipedia article. At the very least, you know? yeah. But there were some definite, like, oh, okay, yeah. This, so they kind of lifted it, but it's not impossible they improved it. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the main actress, for example, gave a good performance. Mm-hmm. It was like, when she was irritating, it was kind of like, well, she's supposed to be irritating, and she wasn't continuously irritating. Yeah, um, like, there were, like, I mean, there, there are moments when the acting kind of falls apart for me, particularly mm-hmm. at the... I guess we'll, we'll we'll get into it, yeah. but like the overall, it's it's okay. Um, and even the parts that were like typical asylum lazy bullshit, I'm sort of like, you know, if if they had just done this a little bit more, you could actually argue artistic vision. Actually, <laughs> well, but, let's get into at the beginning yes, of the movie. Is are yes. there are there how many are there like guns on the wall that go off as far as her like oh, other Chekhov's than like guns. meeting everybody as in the Wizard of Oz? Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. right. So okay, I was totally so... thinking a Wizard of Oz thing. I was totally thinking she was going to wake up and be like, "And you were there, and right. you were well, there, and literally you were doing there. that in the snow globe town." She, it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. You're yeah. <laughs> okay, so this film begins off like every other Simon Christmas film with this shitty fake snow CGI on some stock imagery. But unlike, um, but it's not mountains; it's New York. City. <laughs> At last, we've moved away from mountain. It's oh, New York yeah. City. It looking like the be- the opening of Batman Begins. <laughs> it's so fucking gray. Um, I mean, granted, that's just what New York looks like. Christopia. But, you know. And then, and then, what, what cracked me up about that is clearly the rest of the film is in California. Like these right. are these are Californians. Like like through and through. It's sort of like, but this is supposed to be New York. Oh, yeah, it's so much New York energy. Uh, you know. Um. So yeah, we cut. We after after we see the stock imagery, we cut to a rather bizarre sequence of this child and a mother and the mother's like they're, they're being brought to like one of those mall santas but the mother's chastising the daughter saying like now don't ask for anything that you know he can't give you you know but it and, but it turned out the fakeness of this was actually intentional yes. and i realized it when the santa stood when the when the santa because it's like no your dad's busy and then the santa stands up and goes actually uh and then it, he pulls out his beard and it's the dad and they're like daddy and you you're know, a cut and, and he and he smiles at the camera and it's like and i i realized at that moment it's like oh this is supposed to be fake okay yes. okay that that would be a terrible scene in the movie doesn't it, it indicates they're making a 
worse movie than what we're watching. <laughs> that's it's you're actually, supposed to believe that no one can recognize that, their see, dad. That, yeah, in a that's Santa the in fiction. She actually works until for the, he takes yeah. the beard off. It's like, whoa, it's you. I have no to be fair, to be so, fair, they're following. They, they're following the. Uh, well, at least for that, they're following the mystery science theater rule of. <laughs> Don't bring up a better movie in your shitty, crappy movie. Right. Except that they then violate that rule by referencing It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. So. so, okay, so Meg works, so Meg, her main character, she works for, I can only assume it's the In Universe Asylum. She's a, yeah, so. she's a, well, no, no, she's a TV producer. Don't they say TV? Uh, I, don't I don't know what she makes movies. Movie, a TV, I think they it's, were making They make TV Christmas movies. movies. They were making movies, but I thought yeah. they were like for a TV channel. Who can maybe, say? Maybe they are. Um, I just imagine it's the In Universe Asylum, so it's like twice as bad. <laughs> Yes, you know, it it has half the budget of the half asylum. The budget, you know. Well, um, I mean, to be fair, this is the most realistic part of the movie because they're just speaking from experience here. Yeah. So Meg is a real busybody type person. She's super micromanaging. She's Who's running around clutching a snow globe. It's. I don't understand reason. the ever. I guess it's weird. I I don't understand the snow globe aspect. They. Know, I'm not she, sure they ever really elaborate on it. They other don't. than someone owns it. Like someone, she's holding on because I think someone left it at the studio. She, I well, guess. I mean, she's she's begging. So I guess the studio head is a guy named is a British guy named Frank, in, incomprehensibly British guy named Frank, um, <laughs> in the Sea of Californians. Um, <laughs> well, you know, there's always got to be a mysterious English. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's the magical. It's the magical Englishman. You know. You shouldn't listen to British people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, so he's he's the head of the studio, and he's threatening to pull the plug on the project. And um, I bring this up because she's like, "No, no, no! I know Christmas movies. I can make this. Just just let me do it." I I know like she she's like she really knows her Christmas. Movies. And then she has this bizarre scene where she I... runs around and basically chat sizes and kind of insults every single person on the production staff. I mean, she's 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 being a Scrooge. Is, yeah. I mean, um, it's a bit extreme how aggressively she does. She runs over this sort of like is woman. it though for Hollywood, uh, New York. <laughs> but it's but but no, I but meant, I mean it's the same industry. You know, it, it, the, all these scenes are so weird because they seem to have been they seem to have all been filmed in a big office suite mm. and, and and even down i guarantee to like you they somebody... filmed this in the asylum warehouse yeah that's where... i mean so but it, it had this weird interior look but like when you get to the bell ringer yes who, oh like, yeah what the fuck is this yeah salvation army bell ringer doing in the warehouse <laughs> well don't you worry because she's she's the she's magical yes you know if the salvation army starts sending people in yeah. And where they start, like we're just here, <laughs> head of we the militant, head of the militant army, wing of the Salvation you know, Army. Yeah. Are we, we are. Are we, are we implying when you office. wake up in the middle of the night, you know, in your house, and the bell ringer is there? Yes. Yeah, you yes. and you open your, you fucking open the bathroom door, and there, and there, it's the new Red Dawn. It's like yes. Salvation Army has oh invaded. Oh my god! Yes. And they're, they're, oh my god, that's fucking perfect. Well, I mean, again, it's the militant wing of the Salvation Army. It's... <laughs> it's they are not, yeah, exactly. They, they, they're trying to bring it back to being a real army. But, but I want to, I want to come back to the snow globe she's clutching, and they have a really lame line of that because she's like sort of like stroking it, and they, and I think she said so the, her her assistant says like you're doing the James Bond villain thing again, and, she, and but like she's clutching oh, the snow that's globe. What that joke was okay. 
And I heard that joke, and I didn't understand why she said that. So I, I probably wasn't paying it close enough attention. It's, it's really not a joke. It, I, I I feel dumb even bringing no. it up. <laughs> I mean, that was, was a really dumb joke, but I I can actually visualize it being made now. Mm. Um, but um, but yeah, she's. I mean, and granted, she is clutching that snow globe in a very weird way. It's a massive snow globe too. Yes. It's like the size of her head. Um, but well, I guess it um, has to be. Um, uh, you know, it's true. They have, the magic fit, they have to fit a lot in there. Yeah. Um, but Christmas like, murder movie where someone is murdered with a snow globe. With a snow globe. Size of oh, someone's sure, head. sure, sure. And but then, like, but the I, real I, twist I, is, they actually weren't killed by the snow globe. It was an icicle that melted. So these, the murder weapon was actually like disappeared. The whole thing is a fantasy of a dying person. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, it's a Jacob's sure. ladder. Um, but it, it so she's. I, I guess this snow globe is like a studio prop or something. But like, it doesn't seem to have any personal significance to her, and yet she's clutching. And I don't know if it's just that she's obsessed with Christmas imagery, like the thing she says about like, no, I know Christmas movies. I can make this. Like, I don't. The, the, never, the snow globe is not established. Anything in this movie, but that's her later. character's weird because it's. A, she seems to not like Christmas, but also seems to be strangely obsessed with it. As we see for this whole well, they include... film. Anyway, this is yeah. getting ahead. I, I <laughs> like that yeah. idea of a Scrooge that doesn't recognize that they're a Scrooge. Right. I, I like that idea, especially given the commercialization of Christmas. Because I'm those people exist. Those people exist who like, you know, are definitely obsessed with Christmas, but kind of miss the forest for the trees, so to speak. Uh, for example, know? a thing she constantly throws around in this film is uh, Christmas is not for the elves. She says that I line heard, like four or five times. I never understood what that what that. Meant. She explains it. In she the even film. explains it until at one she point. explains it in the film. <laughs> but I, when I first heard it, I was like, "Christmas." I couldn't even make right. sense of that statement. But but after discovering, she's kind of like the Uber or something. Terribly like, you bourgeois. Know, like, of her, like yes. hey, wouldn't it be great if your town sucked? You know. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, uh, okay, well, we'll get into that. Yeah, so, so, yeah okay. So, so yeah, let's get her over the edge here. So she meets a variety of people in the real world. Um, her assistant. There is the uh, the 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 fucking Salvation Army girl. There's a Santa guy. She's really mean to, and some other coworkers who are not important. Yeah, you, yeah. She really wants to get the Santa guy out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, "Are oh, you doing a gift exchange here?" It's just like, and it's literally Christmas Eve, apparently. Right. Her assistant, she based she her assistant wants to take Christmas off, but she does the classic Scrooge thing. It's like, "You will work for me," <laughs> or whatever, you know. And and the work is so freaking trivial. It's like <laughs> what they're doing is stupid <laughs> and unnecessary, and so also, it's like, but you got to do it. You you didn't you didn't get your Christmas film in the can like back <laughs> in like September. <laughs> Like you, you like you're filming it on Christmas. Like yeah. it's like no, you were supposed to get that filming shit done in October, maybe, maybe so you could start post production, may, so you could release it by a, November thirtieth. <laughs> maybe this is a snow globe too. I don't know. You know, it's like you know, I could see that. All right, so then okay, so she goes off to a tree and is sort of all irritated. She sees the Salvation Army woman again. She gets all angry. It's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Um, and then. It would be great if she really said that. That would be, be great. <laughs> she she actually, almost swears in this film. Oh, they actually did an F yeah, word yeah, they joke almost where do they it. got close, and then they did another one later that was pretty choice. Um, she uh, 
she starts going off. I don't care. Okay, so then, so then they bring up the whole snow globe thing, and she's acting like, "Why do you carry that snow globe around if you don't care about Christmas?" <laughs> and so she's like, "Well, fine, I'm gonna smash the snow." Wait, globe. wait, wait! Before that, before that, yes, the, that the Salvation Army girl displays her first magical ability, uh, yes, the, where <laughs> she she turns around and suddenly she's sitting on an armchair on the other side of what's her main character's name again? Meg. 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 Yes. Um, she's sitting on the <laughs> other side of Meg, like a Looney Tunes cartoon, and Meg doesn't really react to this very strongly. Like, she should have been doing the, the classic, like, double take of, like, where she looks back at the tree and looks at the armchair, and it's like, how how did you... what what the, How did you do that? Like, but she doesn't do that. She just sort of is kind of like, why are you sitting there? Right. So she throws the snow globe down. Oh, in also, protest. also, oh, yes. how did you know my name? Well, who cares? It's magic. Well, I mean, she explained. No, she explained. She's just like, well, that guy called you Meg. So right, right, right. <laughs> but then, but then, like she says, but then she like like t- accepts some some money from what's the Mister Peters, the 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 Santa Claus, mm-hmm. the, the guy dressed as Santa, and then she's like, how did you know his name? It's just kind of like, who who cares? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> like they're they're trying to establish the magic before she's actually done anything magical, right? All right. She throws a snow globe down in protest. She's like, I don't really care about Christmas at all, and it bounces and, off the mat. Well, at first, it first, yeah, it just hits the ground. So she tries a second time to break it, and then it bounces up and it hits her in the head, and she immediately like a soccer ball. Yeah, somehow, and she immediately hit, gets knocked out and falls into a coma-like state. <laughs> I've worked some places like that. Mm. The boss does something insane and stupid. <laughs> uh, so then she wakes up in this sort of pile of snow in a sort uh, of snow. In yes, quotation. outside, and people. Are, and That's that was really the correct me up was she's just kind of like, oh, and it's real snow, and it's like it's clearly <laughs> not real snow. <laughs> oh, one thing to Ford has mentioned is that in her character, she uh, she's dating this this sort of like. Oh, El this sort Eric? of a- Eric, yeah, this asshole in the real yeah. world. Well, he going... seems. He seems... Who can even say? I think he's supposed to be an asshole based on what the the other world is showing. I I, I have no idea. Well, I mean, again, it's it's supposedly it's all in her mind. So she cast her her boyfriend as the villain in yes. this in this other in the snow globe universe. But in the real world, he's, he's, he's seems... leaving off for Las Vegas instead well, of hanging out for on Christmas. But he does want to actually talk to her and actually like have a private moment with her, and she's like like running around, and so he does just seem kind of put off by it. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, like well. Boy, I was so inattentive during all of her scenes before <laughs> she gets in the snow globe. Yeah, right? I was saying here, I'm really struggling to recall I'm them really all. I'm really like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's all like a dream. It's... If that's, if almost if that the real world was the fake one the entire time. See, my time. attention is always the highest in the first, like, ten minutes of an asylum film, and then it plummets uh, after that. I would say more like a 40 to 50 percent kind of uh, intention rate. That's where I, that's the moment when I sort of drop off after that. Once, I mean, that's more like the action movies. I think, yeah, by like the 60% of an action asylum film, I'm like just like not there anymore. Oh God, and yeah, for an action <laughs> film, I'm, I'm just not there at all. I'm this kept like, my, this movie did keep my detention. No, my this attention movie kept my attention. This movie um, absolutely. They're better at Christmas movies than most. So a doctor, a doctor and this other man, uh, are looking over her. We've never met this other man before, but he claims to be her husband. Yeah. It's like, we've been married for years, like, um, like 10 years. 
Um, and she, what does she do? She, uh, she, she starts going to like, oh, okay, we're doing the exterior shot now. Uh, well, how'd I yeah, get she here? Thinks, she thinks she's like in, she's like filming the film. Like she's how like, long right, she's, is she in that before she decides she's in her own movie? Is it like five seconds? It's like, immediate. It's, it's the yeah. weirdest, like unexplained thing, but I guess it, I don't know. They they could have like transitioned just a little bit more interestingly and see coherently I, than that. You know, I would I would accept that because it's like when she got knocked out, she was running around the studio, so she would still be in like rook mindset. So I would accept that. What irritated me was how long she remained in that that mode of thinking of oh I'm in a movie I'm I'm still filming the movie. It's like okay, well you clearly not because there's no crew or anything. Right. Um, it's obvious, yeah. For the audience, it's obvious she's inside the snow globe, of course. Um, We don't have the the budget for real snow. Well, good, because it's not real snow. So her snow globe husband name is Ted, and they also have children, too. And that's the, I think that's the real nightmare of the scenario, I almost mentioned. Yeah, that's so intense. If you really think about from her perspective, it's just weird guys like, I know every intimate detail about your body. We've been married for 10 years. That's like a pretty scary... Hey, um, here's our kids. Yeah, no, it's um, <laughs> it's all a bit horrifying. I think. Well, think I think this, the, this premise has been done before. I think I forget the name of the movie, but there was um, what's that uh uh that that uh song the uh this is not my uh, uh beautiful life. this is not my beautiful life. So you have <laughs> well, to ask yourself, how yeah. did I get yeah, here? There was a there was a movie. There was a movie, I only saw the trailer, so I can't remember the name of this movie, but there was a movie where basically a guy just wakes up and he's suddenly married to a woman. And he's this sort of like bachelor, shithead, shitlord, you know, kind of guy. I think like, you know, and then suddenly he wakes up and he's like, he's settled down, he's married. The movie you're thinking of, of course, is Butterfly Effect, where... Oh um... god, I wish it was Butterfly Effect, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but but I I remember this trailer because it's basically someone is it is that is it a Talking Heads song? Is yeah, that, is yeah, that, yeah. It's, okay, it's a Talking Heads song. Days um, go by, let the yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. basically, I I it's laughed great. at the. <laughs> I remember this. Great. I don't remember the name of the movie, but I remember this trailer very well because basically it's someone who heard that Talking Heads song and took it completely literally. Yeah, and we're like, what if we made a movie with that? You premise? know what? Well, I I I think people knowing about that makes it possible that like um they've literally ripped off another song on the same album with once in a lifetime and it's this thing where it's this it's spoken word thing just pretty much like once in a lifetime except less rhythmic and it's like not a upbeat song but it it's this thing where he talks about a guy concentrating on trying to have the face he wants for years and years and eventually succeeding through sheer effort of like turning his face into something else. And I'm like, there is no way somebody hasn't ripped off that. I mean, sure. because they went to once in a lifetime and they're like, Oh yeah, cool. And then they listen to that. And they're like, I could make this a movie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, so anyway, she, so she's in snow globe. She starts she's running around all panicked. And like yeah. freaking out, basically. 
And everyone thinks like she's had a concussion because I guess they were having a snowball fight. I like actually that was my favorite thing that they did through this whole thing is people continually saying to her and that concussion you have how is it and and she really finally made, she makes it kind of a boring joke by going like don't they have any uh, doctor patient confidentiality yes. that's a good joke it's like it's it is kind of but a it's good also joke. like it's but a it's small also town like and they they made this situation ridiculous and then they make a joke about how ridiculous their situation is. I kind of hate that. And they do that so often in this film too. Yeah. That yeah. style of thing. Yeah. Right. That's a, to me is very Disney because they make something stupid oh. and then like go, Haha, we know, uh, you know, <laughs> but, but I will say, I mean, it is a small town. So it's sort of like, yeah, everyone would know. And apparently she got knocked out in the middle of the street. Yeah. So, <laughs> Oh, that's right. But still everybody knows everybody's business, which is interesting, but on which the is other is hand, which is very realistic. Yeah. Small World, I mean, I've never lived in a town like that, but a, I a magical they snow globe. Exist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So she runs off to a cop to go. Like she's freaked out. She's like, "This man's calling me his husband and stuff." And then there's and the, the cop Salvation says, Army. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's, it's the Salvation Army girl who claims she's actually an angel, basically. <laughs> And she's like, "What is this? This is a wonderful life." She name drops. She name drops. It's a wonderful Remember life, which you should never do. Yeah, because that's what I said to like dad when I was like, "Hey, do you want to watch this Simon film? They're going to base it. This looks like a it's a wonderful lifestyle film." That's why. That's why he said to dad. No, right? this is the annoying thing. Is, you can't is... like then in the film state oh, that too. God. Okay, I get, I get that. Like they've established a thing of like she's obsessed with Christmas films, but she keeps doing the thing where she's like <laughs> critiquing every aspect of the snow globe world as if it's a, a film. So it's like, oh look, it's our, it's our, it's our photogenic children, our, our, oh, you know, our, our, yes. our, our, you know, our, and like, oh, you're, you're doing like the cheesy line, and like, oh, it's this trope and it's this cliche. Like, I really wish someone would just grab her and be like, stop analyzing my dialogue it's not even dialogue i'm just saying this okay please stop doing that it's really annoying i could imagine stop metatextualizing the the the, our town (laughs) well it's funny when that that whole kind of voice entered movies like definitely within my lifetime and at first so long ago, I can't even remember. Struck me as fresh. And oh no! Yeah, at you one know, point, meta humor, yeah, was like kind of cool, you know. Yeah, but now back when it's the Simpsons impossible. Were doing to, it. I would be impossible to, for me to recreate my mind where I'd go back at one of those meta things and go, huh, "Oh, this is just as funny as I remember it was," you know. I mean, it's like it's like classic Simpsons. They did meta humor all the time. They did jokes about like it being a sitcom all the time yeah. and stuff. And yeah, when they back when they did it, it was like, "Wow, this is so edgy oh, yeah. and I'm, cool." I'm going to avoid Prime Simpsons for at least 25 years. So I will either Simpsons may outlive me. In Simpsons terms will of this, outlive all of us, but but. I might look at the early stuff again sometime, but it's gonna oh, have I've, to be oh, a I've re- long oh, I've, time. From I've now. rewatched the old Simpsons. Well, I mean, I, it, I almost feel like up. I don't have to, but it's an illusion created by memes everywhere. Mm. It's like they're constantly True. reminding you, and I I remember little bits, but. Uh, the way the episodes are put together. Anyway, we're yakking about The Simpsons. We were watching a Christmas <laughs> Every conversation movie. ultimately becomes about The Simpsons. Ain't that the truth? It better not. My God, that, <laughs> I can't live in a world like what's that. The, what's the internet adage that like every argument ultimately devolves to someone calling someone a Nazi Basically, or comparing them yeah. to Hitler? Yeah, well, and, like, 
like it, this is the the comedy version yeah. is every conversation ultimately references the Simpsons. Well, I, I even it, 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 on, on saying, a long uh, enough time every line. sitcom, every TV show is really Gilligan's Island. Um, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But it's not every TV show. The ones with the beginning, middle, and end don't have to be. But if the show continues, every show <laughs> Breaking is Bad Gilligan's is it, is Island. it like is is Breaking Bad Gilligan's Island? Well, <laughs> what I like well, no, because it has an end. <laughs> Oddly, we were just talking about the professor and and how interesting he is. What that guy must have? They should have given Russell what's his name, the guy who played that, like his own Starship TV show, where he could have been an alternative oh. Captain Kirk for the '60s. But it's like the professor in space. Really? You know? Yeah. So that I mean, would it work if Spock was the main captain in Star you, Trek? No. Would that have no, made sense? No. Of course that's not. what that would be, right? I can only assume. I don't know no, the professor's no, character. No, the professor isn't anything like Spock. He's not a big smart, like, he's smart he's man. He's oddly dude. knowledgeable about everything. <laughs> right, but see, what my point is, though, you can't you do like, that'd be like, more like Data or whatever then, Doctor right? Who is kind of like the professor in sure. the English form. So if they had gone in a Doctor Who direction with the professor from Gilligan's Island, I would like to see him rescue is... people from equally stupid situations <laughs> throughout history. That's and still Doctor Who. Is Doctor, Doctor Who, who. That's just is Doctor Doctor who, who though, Gilligan's yeah. Island? But it's an American Doctor Who is 100% style. Gilligan's it's Island, be, actually. But though. we need an American you know, version of it. <laughs> Need. need. <laughs> I said the word need. We need America this. needs this. <laughs> America needs this. Now, we need the professor from Gilligan's Island to fix the country. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to blow the horn. Yeah. Professor made a toaster out of coconuts? <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's so, it. That's it. We could use that right now. So the angel then tells her basically like, oh, just have fun. Just enjoy your perfect little town. And then so at this point, she's like, well, this is all a dream world then. So I'm going to go fuck around basically. Yeah, she runs around the town. Is this where you get the train scene? Yeah, he she runs into uh, the magical British man again, who's her boss in the real world. But now <laughs> I have he loves so trains. Fucking much to say about the train. All right, I, tell I, me about this bad <laughs> CGI train, John. God, I okay. thought of you, oh, yes. John, when the train showed up. <laughs> okay, so so there's a couple of CGI establishing shots, and I also want to talk about the the, the weird use of CGI in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, where like it's the it's an establishing shot of the snow globe town where there's a clock tower um down at like the end of like a, a, a little street but yes there's a there's a, a a shot of this uh clock tower and then there's like a train uh, a, C, a bad cgi train passing in the foreground cut to a stock footage shot of a steam locomotive pulling into a station uh, somewhere in i assume britain because it, it, um, it according to imdb i believe so yes because it doesn't look, it, it looks like one of those like like Hogwartsy locomotives. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like a, like like an American locomotive. But anyway, train nerd shit. Um, the the um, but anyway, so Frank, I think the the, the British guy, the 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 head of the studio, he's a he's he's driving the train, and they're like, and she and makes like frank boss frank and 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 he's like well hello megan <laughs> cheerio <laughs> it's like why are you driving the train it's just like i've always loved trains since like I ever since boy. i was a little boy <laughs> 
But I, I and, and she's like, oh, well, and, and he's and he's like, do you want to hop aboard, Megan? And she's like, do you go to Penn Station? And he goes like, just around town. And I, I was like, I would love it if Frank was like an eccentric billionaire who like loved trains and like built his own train around just like around that. this town why, yeah um, why he never you... reappears again in this film just, just so he can train never comes back never comes back does, so the train also doesn't exist either he just ceased to exist from like the film as a concept of the literally the last like five minutes oh clearly the shot oh clearly the scene with frank in the in the in the back of the the locomotive cab was like they went to like some like train museum probably like travel town in griffith park and just like filmed like you know him like you know just standing in the back <laughs> of the, the the locomotive uh, but um <laughs> But uh, but I loved the idea. I, I just suddenly had this idea that Frank was an eccentric billionaire who either acquired or or built a a little steam locomotive. It just it, just in this little town, just so he could ride it, and everyone in the town was just like, "Yeah, cool, whatever." You know, as long as you let our kids ride for free. And he's like, "Of course, hop aboard, children." You know, they the kids do have to power the train though. He, he could be he's the, he, he could be like the little the, the town eccentric. It's like oh. He's harmless enough, if, you know. It's this if, if if you say that, but I saw Snowpiercer. <laughs> Honestly, I think um, I, I think Elon Musk will eventually want to have his own place where people pay there to live there. All those Elon Musk fan people, that's and, just then like Mars can, fantasy, and then though, he can it? ride his like rockets and cars and things all around the town and everything. Okay, Dad, and, you realize, you realize Dad, you, you do realize there's a real-life version of Elon Musk who did that. His name was Walt Disney. It's true. He had his <laughs> own damn wrong. train, and then he was like, you know what I want to do? And he had people over at his house to ride his damn train. Yes. And he was like, you know what? I want the whole world to ride my but train. See, see, Walt Disney had actual ideas, and That's Elon true. Musk is post-Walt Disney- trying to be Walt Disney mm -hmm. now. And the difference, though, is Elon Musk has way more money than Walt Disney had. Right. That's true. It, Walt Disney actually had to, had to work for it. Well, Walt Disney was constantly in, in danger of losing it. I mean, yes. every single yes. one of those projects he did from, like, doing Snow White as a full-length he, oh everything! He oh, couldn't yeah, no, get he, funding he for that grinded. normally. That's why grinded. he had an ABC TV show for like Disney. Oh, for Disneyland, just to raise money for Disneyland. Yeah, he could not get a bank to like. He's like they're like. I mean, it's really weird in in retrospect because he he did have a track record of success to a degree, and it'd be kind of like, oh, that sounds interesting. Sure, we'll give you money. You seem like you'd pay it back or something, but no, it's kind of like, what? I like, I like, the, they should do a movie that, like, is totally, like, 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 has Walt Disney going and, like, you know, having business things and stuff. Well, maybe do sort of, like, the, 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 the uh, what, the social network, making it a bit more insane. Yeah, make oh, it more insane. Social network plus Walt Disney. Yeah, I yeah. think but that would be interesting. That would be interesting, or, like, you know, like, what they started with was that ridiculous-looking, uh, 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 um, the Walt Disney... We watched this. This is so awful. Oh, are you talking about the Mr. Banks? Are you talking about the goddamn Mr. Banks? That was such horseshit, and it was just kind of like... But they should also make one more of those. And Tom Hanks would probably do it again. But but here's the key thing. More deranged Disney, Tom Hanks. Disney, <laughs> yeah. Here's the key thing. Here's the key thing. We do need the Walt Disney biopic, but it can't be made by Disney. That's oh. the thing, and that's the problem. That's the problem. That's Disney... okay. There, I mean, there's enough like secondary material now that totally somebody could do that. It's just that like they would, 
You you know they would line up the firing squads of oh, industry to like God. keep that the, from the, happening, right? The, you know? the lawyers not, they though. would He's hire. Long enough in the past that like Disney Corp doesn't always like Eisner said um, when he took over. He said um, my vision. I wonder if it was really Eisner. Somebody who took over around the Eisner year. I better not ascribe this quote to Eisner, but somebody in the organization definitely said our logo should be Walt Disney turning over in his grave. Mm. And they said that in like the fucking like, you know, 80s or 90s or something, which is not that long, you know, from like that time period and everything. I don't know if it was Eisner or if it was someone criticizing Eisner. Right. But it's, but it is, yeah, I do recognize that quote. Yeah. Um, It was um, definitely somebody who worked or was speaking in an advocacy there is an alternative, you know, there's an alternative universe where that did in fact happen and they did change (laughs) the logo. Oh, I was, I was thinking of a Walt Disney course kind of doing a little flipping motion. No, well, I mean, it would be his. Fro- it, it would be his frozen head. I mean. <laughs> oh yeah, doing flips. All right, uh, we should, um, we've we've, uh, we've what movie? Yeah, were we we've railed about? off the train here. The train uh, was crashed into uh, the fucking the, the uh, Walt Disney store. The start of okay, sorry. Though, if you, if you, if you, <laughs> I mean, Disneyland starts with a train, and this movie has a train in it, but it's a mysterious train. Yeah. What's this? That doesn't come back at all, at all. Well, okay, I think I, I'm guessing the train was there just because, like, okay. Oh my god. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the here's the larger thing about this scene that I have as, as one of my primary criticisms of the film is this between the clock tower and the train, this is the closest the movie comes to sort of acknowledging the 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 snow globe nature of the town, yes. basically. And and this is where the laziness of the asylum could have actually you know, served it because that that CGI shot of the clock tower, which they keep coming back to over and over and over again. And at one point, Meg even says, like, every time I look at that clock, it's 2.59. And, um, like, when her husband is, is trying to convince her that, no, this is this is reality. This is this is mm-hmm. what's real. Um, and he doesn't comment on that. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have an, a, a counter argument to that, that apparently the it's, it's always the same time, i.e. the clock's not real. It's, it's, you, you it's... heard the, the, the thing that confirmed that right later. Uh, what's it's that? It's important. She says that was the time that I got my, Oh, that's the time that I got knocked out. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So that's yeah. the time I got she's knocked in her, out. She's in like, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, that was fascinating to me because again, it was like that thing of, we all know you had a concussion. It's like, our clock represents Whoa. your concussion time, you know. No, it's 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 actually and it's it's actually a great idea. Yeah, right? and actually, and and so it's like okay, it's like, and but then they don't. But what do does anything it mean? More, but they don't do anything more with it. No, it's well, like, I mean it, they don't care about making sense, they, which is usual with the asylum. Go, I mean, it is it is it is the asylum show. But again, it's sort of like. Fuck, like, you were this close. Mm-hmm. You were this fucking close mm-hmm. to, like, it's kind of like, if you just did more of this throughout the movie, where it's like, yes, the fakeness of the town and sort of the, like, weird nature of the town. Like, even like even the fact that she says real snow. She shouldn't have said it's real snow. She should have picked it up and been like, this is fake snow. Right. Because they're in a snow globe. Yes, they should like, have done that. Like, she should have said, this is fake snow, and everyone in town would just be like, what are you talking about? Of course it's real snow. Right. Like, because... She's from because... Hollywood. Right. 
Okay. But like it's but like and even even the fact even the fact that the clock tower is a CGI shot, which is just the asylum being which fucking why? lazy. You know why well, even do that? Make a cardboard model that? or something. Why even you know? or no, not even that. Uh, not even that. I you can I can I can you even less effort than that. You could drive to a fucking ski resort like thirty <laughs> miles away and just take a shot of of a a a like the a, a clock tower. There's so many charming little towns in Southern California. It's true. Like I mean, actually, the street scene was filmed in like Old Town Newhall. I mean, so mm. like I mean, they even did that basic of of Rourke anyway. But like they could have done the basic thing. But but but. There could be an artistic justification for the CGI clock tower is that it's supposed to look fake. Dude, Because bro, it's a yeah. snow globe, bro. But they don't do <laughs> they don't, more really, of it. They don't commit to any they, of this. Yeah, they this they is all just like hypothetical. That would have been easy to do to mm-hmm. make it look kind of like, make everything look a little bit less... How about we go all out and just turn this into a fucking goddamn Space Jam film? <laughs> And everyone's like, a know, cartoon character. No, like you know the you know the 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 North Pole sets from the start of Elf, the Will Ferrell movie, right, where yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. very it looks very fake, but it's supposed to look fake because it's sort of you know it's childlike and cartoony to represent it's the transitionary like, from the the Santa realm to the real right, world to the real world. It's like you could have just like I like th- those sets could not have cost much money. I mean, it's like it looks so fake. It's just like you really didn't need to put in that much more effort. And yet you could have had like an artistic justification for it looking fake. It's like this is this is this is a fucking this is a a, a give me for well, movies. Here's another... It's such a fucking gimme. It's like you have a justification for things looking fake, for things looking lazy, because it's a magical snow globe realm. Yeah. And they couldn't even pull that off. <laughs> Alright, so um okay, so after the train guy, she runs off and steals a car from a person who is like one of the background actors, basically. In well, the we find world. out later I who totally it is. I didn't but... even look at this part. What is the method by which she stole the car? Oh, oh well, see, she just she's she opens she just the door. The keys, basically, by the she opens the door, and there's another guy who's like, uh, "Did you lose your keys?" It's like she's like, "Oh, yes, I did." <laughs> And then he, he does oh, a little thing okay. where he's like, in this town, everybody hides their keys underneath the, the bat. Okay, yeah, that's the, the yeah, scene yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw. I didn't understand what the context of him um, saying she, that She was. takes this car and drives off and encounters the angel. Knowing that she's, that she's had a concussion, she lets her he lets her drive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> town full of, you know, just sort of fate-driven mm-hmm. people. So she it's goes, in God's yeah. hands. <laughs> she, so she tries to escape the town by driving, but then encounters the construction worker again, who's also the angel, and she's all like, there's a big blizzard past here. You can't go any further because they're in a snow globe. Oh, see? And this is like the last time they really <laughs> do anything about this whole snow globe part. There's one more thing. It's the bridge that they do with the snow globe part. The bridge again, was a trip, yeah. Again, the, again, laziness. Well, well, we'll, we'll touch on we the bridge is weird because that's the only time that bridge is mentioned in the whole film. It's the only time it comes up. <laughs> it's not like it's, a, it's not like, it's not like a thing they reference ever in this film. Also, like no, it doesn't sh- make any sense in terms of a snow globe. No, but it would have been interesting to know more about like how do you leave a snow globe? Right. I would. Go, I thought they would go with like a sort of like corkscrew basement type thing where you go under the snow globe part oh, and get cool. out through almost like a space hatch. I would almost As argue, in like well, 2001 well, okay. kind of space This hatch. is jumping ahead, but at the end of the film, the snow globe is like broken when she wakes up. 
Maybe she could have broken the snow globe somehow. I don't oh, know. shattered the glass. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a strange the end, metaphor. The, the ending story. could have been. I mean, we're getting really been... far ahead of ourselves here. But the there, ending. there was, there was um, another thing about the laziness of this movie that cracked me up was there are so many shots where in the background you can see a hillside or you can see something that has no snow on it, and everything in the foreground is either CGI or like floss to like make it look like mm-hmm. it has snow. Um, and the bridge is a great example of that. Except again laziness but also kind of rooks because it's like oh you're transitioning from the snow globe realm to the outer realm where there is no snow basically it's like okay again this could make sense if you had just committed to it you know (laughs) like the laziness could have actually rooked in your favor here it could be like concrete island or like snow globe island oh be perfect all right so after this she finally says go back home to ted her snow globe husband um, and they bring a doctor over, and the doctor like hits her knees. I guess the tester <laughs> reflexes. I yeah, love yeah, that this, part. Oh, this has one to do to with concussions. This is what your health insurance dollar is paying for, <laughs> incidentally. Guy, oh no, I don't think that. This I don't guy think, does I don't a think that doctor, thing on your knee. I don't think that doctor gets paid anything ever in this. <laughs> no, he's one of the world. free doctors in this. I'm pretty sure he's a free doctor man who just hits your knees and says, "You're doing great." <laughs> And then so, I mean, I and mean, then what, what, so what the doctor so the, of, a snow, of the snow globe. So the doctor gives know. a little vague statement, which is like you know, sometimes all you need is just a little spark to like get out of your funk or whatever. <laughs> so her logic to hearing that is okay. I'm gonna jump off the balcony <laughs> yes. to try and wake uh, up from the dream. Which no, that was scary. She actually, you know what? It's it's significant with her character and consistent because here's somebody who like you know irritated by snow globe is like why don't i like break it into a million pieces right. and make the floor wet and then <laughs> and everywhere. make a huge yeah. mess that's going to be a drag to clean up and everyone will think i'm a freak and now it's kind of like oh i think i will fall backwards off of a freaking i wouldn't fall backwards into a swimming pool right. this woman will i mean not what a way to go you know it's just like well, um, she, I mean, I guess she thinks it's a dream, so she's just like, "Oh, I just have to hit myself well, hard enough, and I will wake up." But it's more still sensibly like, in your but, dream. Well, well, the mean, great thing goodness, too is know. then Ted sees her jumping off the balcony and then has a panic attack, basically. Of course, naturally. Um, but because she's he fine. just saw his Ted. wife almost commit suicide. She's fine though. She's okay. Ted, Ted. That that is such a thankless acting task that guy had to do too. To oh my um, god! The angel yeah. appears again and helps her up and is like, "This could be real life, you know that, right?" And then the angel disappears again to sort of like remind her that, you know, enjoy, have fun, have fun times. No, in this place. you're right. The 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 poor actor who had to play Ted. I mean, he does okay with the material he he's does. given, but like, holy cow, man. Yeah. Um, after this, Ted then takes her, takes Meg to a tree out in the woods where their initials are carved in to prove yes. that they're both real. That was um, very And Meg doesn't me. give a shit. She's like, "What? This is, means nothing." If Ted had shown me a, a tree with initials, I would believe that I was married to Ted. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's like, the thing. That's it's the thing. True. Eventually, it must be true. Look. Eventually, it gets to the point where, like, Ted has to say, "Okay, look." I I understand that like you you don't recognize me, but every time you, you say, say that, yes, I you you that put a dagger scene, through actually, my heart. That was a great scene, and it and I uh, and like it takes a while to get there, but I thought the buildup was actually pretty good. And I like, thought so I, too. Yeah, like it was just kind of like he's he's really being patient, and he's 
really trying, but then finally he just breaks down. He's just like, okay, no, you need to stop saying this because right. mm-hmm. you, you you are you are killing me, yeah. and you are hurt you are hurting our children. So you need to stop. So she runs off from Ted again, and then encounters a man called Old Man Barnes. Oh yes, the the Santa um, from the quick studio. No, this actor's played Art Lafleur, who died recently, so that's pretty tragic. Uh, but he was oh, like shit, a big really? actor guy. Including appearing in a Gilligan's Isle TV movie. Holy shit, it's full circle. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is Gilligan's Island. He was in MASH and many, many other things. Yeah, he was in an episode of MASH. War Games, A-Team, Cobra. Oh, so just like every TV show from the 70s. Yeah, he's in everything. He was absolutely everything. Um, Big actor guy, it seemed. God damn. But yes, he's in this room as this sort of friendly lumberjack kind of man basically he runs the he owns the forests in the middle of town <laughs> yeah he owns the forest and he just he he, they, he believes that they be the heart of the town that's the that's what keeps the town together is this little magical i, I guess forest. the blm doesn't really exist on the east coast but i mean still like you would th- the forest service does you know i don't know um ted the finds her again really yes uh, ted finds her again and then then, then oh wait but no, no, sorry. Before we before we get to that, she we have to uh, the this because this is a, an important plot point. She says like, you know, why don't you like everyone would would want a piece of this? Like you you have like you know like everyone would love like you know this this scenery this this beauty like everyone want a piece of this. Why don't you like sell this off? You know, and and he's like. Well, the woods are the heart of the town. Mm. I couldn't do that, you know. And well, so this said, will be. This will come back with this... your bare hands. Oh yeah, yes, in the real snow. So Ted finds her again, and then she starts basically saying, "Like, all right, Ted, say like, try and prove that you're like you're really my husband by telling me things about myself." And then he Ted doesn't do it. Well, Ted very smartly then claims, "Well, if this really is in your head, I'd already know everything that you'd know." And then he throws mm. around a word it's a, it's that she a good, doesn't it's, know. It's a good point, but you know, I love that stuff. He defeats her in the market of ideas. <laughs> That's right, because he <laughs> because he's, he because he took debate in college. <laughs> That's he right. Learned, he's he's so actually, no, he. I'm not joking. He, he actually says that. Yes. Yes. He. No. He's. Yeah. He's a logic nerd. He's. He's a fallacy nerd. <laughs> By your logic. Exactly. Um, this is when they go to the restaurant, and then she Meg notices the clock is like still so it's like whoa this is snow globe world and he doesn't have a comeback for that he's just sort of like like i said earlier also sorry while we're on the uh the restaurant mm-hmm. thing because she's she's eating the pancakes and, and everything something that really annoyed me is that and if this had happened once i, I wouldn't have even known it, bringing but they, up the fucking like dream calorie thing the dream, the fucking dream calorie thing because because initially she's like oh okay well if this is a dream i guess i can eat and drink whatever i want and then they they keep making remarks that she's gaining holiday weight right she's been there she does not look yeah, any yeah. different it's like also again it was like i don't it's sorry, such a but, hollywood bitch thing yeah it's, it's i like, don't think eating some food day, on like a day is gonna make you like no longer yeah, gonna fit in your pants the next day I don't she's think there for like three anything. days she doesn't look any different at one point the the uh angel slash demon the the uh comes back and and, and says she looks like a beached whale really mean it's incredibly mean, it's but like freaking Hollywood bullshit right there. It, no, exactly, it's Hollywood bullshit, and it's like, but she looks absolutely 
no different. Now, if it had been like one line, like the the little, if it had just been like the the dream calories line, that first joke, just kind of like, oh, I guess I can eat whatever I want because it's just a dream, no consequences, fine, whatever. I wouldn't have even thought about it. But they keep making this remark yes. like four times in the film, and to the point where I was just like, oh my god. Fuck you. And fuck also, you. why is the world fuck like you. this? I'm just sorry, but like, Frank, if 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 the world, if the Hasnomic world doesn't really technically exist, right, in terms of the laws, it's weird that this one does count, though. Well, also, yeah, yeah, that like, that, like weight gain is, yeah, weight gain still matters. Like, like no, you know, nothing else matters, but apparently the weight gain does. Anyway. Um, no, yeah, no, because you can't, because you don't want to be fat. Yeah, at know. the restaurant, she knows this Eric, her real world love interest who they never stay if she's married or dating him, but she sees him outside the window and it's like, oh shit, it's Eric. He must be trapped here too. So she runs over to Eric and then she's all like, oh, Eric, I missed you. Where have you been? Oh, de- definitely, definitely dating him. Not married. They're yeah. definitely not married in the real world. They're they're definitely just dating. Um, and even then they seem to be kind of on the rocks. Right. <laughs> Eric obviously doesn't know who she is because this is snow globe it turns Eric. out he's the mayor he's of the, the mayor town. and also the car she stole that was his car yes so off to a bad start it, 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 his hair was his fucking car. hair my god thing i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> all right um he looks completely out of place in this town it, like it's like yeah it he, is absolutely bizarre and so when he turns into a rapacious monster it actually it actually rocks yeah. it actually it actually rocks right. it's like so, oh okay i should have i should have predicted this character yeah. would be evil. um it's I, still really funny that that she cast her boyfriend as the villain of the town it is strange. well actually no no i'm sorry 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 i take that back i take that back they could have done something with that and i guess arguably actually, it's the angel who cast the boyfriend the as the villain it's the angel who cast her as yes. me because oh. she is trying to push her no, in a certain it is all right so okay so (laughs) so ted convinces her to go to this nativity play that she apparently runs every single year in the snow globe world (laughs) Um, so they go there um but Meg is yes, only really it's the interested. annual tradition. She helps run the Christmas pageant. It's a nativity play, but also Santa Claus shows up. I guess, and... yeah, sure. <laughs> That's real sort of high <laughs> elementary school kind of style stuff, isn't it? Also, I guess. <laughs> spoiler warning. Santa Claus doesn't do anything really at the end except like what say, Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, <laughs> oh we'll get to that. that. Yes. We'll, we'll talk oh, about we'll this. Oh, we'll get All to right, that. But, I don't, okay. I, I have much so, to say about that. Meg is mostly just interested in talking to Eric again because she's really trying to like you know, because that's who she's dating in the real world. She goes with Eric, and then she starts suggesting sinister suggestions to Eric on how to make money for the town. Um, she starts like, okay. <laughs> Why does the town need money? Oh, that's right. The Eric is sort of complaining money. about. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a circular problem. It's like, we don't have enough money to make a really stupid, overpriced shit. Shit, yeah. Christmas present. Oh, that means you don't have enough money. So you need <laughs> to get enough money so you can make a stupid. It's a good theory of like, you know, capitalism. In a <laughs> no, way. it's actually, it's like, I, I we think, needed I a think dumb thing. So we had to do all this other stuff to have a dumb thing. You know? All right. So make, no, make yeah, Meg starts adding sort of sinister concepts i.e uh, just move all the park like the no parking signs down a, a block <laughs> so everyone gets p- parking amazing. tickets um that also even, the also that even rook because I, I like <laughs> uh, anyway i mean well i think what she says is most like, importantly 
put, put up a bunch of confusing parking signs yeah. and then hand out parking tickets, which I, I think that's an L.A. reference right. because that's totally a thing in L.A. I'm sure happens like, in New York, like, too, though. You have, like, something. three parking signs stacked on top of each other, mm-hmm. and they're based on, like, street sweeping rules mm-hmm. and stuff and, like, weekend versus evening, like, residential area yeah. stuff. So I think that's an, I think that's an L.A. reference she's making there. Um, it kind of rocks. Yeah. More but, importantly, you know. she also is like, well, you, you should also, like, tear down the – the forest in the center of town and build a country club there. <laughs> well, she doesn't suggest a country club. He suggests yeah, a country Yeah, well, she just club. says property development. And apparently which, yeah, this is yeah. the first time anyone has considered this, which, again, she's bringing her, her yeah, hedonistic she's slowly destroying, big city she's ways kind of, She's kind of corrupting this world. She's corrupting this world, which, again, if done intentionally, if they committed to this bit, could have wrought. No, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, again, yeah, I'm, I'm, the one major thing about this film I wish they went on, I wish they went harder with the whole idea of her destroying this world. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to see at the end of the film the snow globe on fire. <laughs> I wanted to see like she's burning <laughs> houses down Absolutely. to make room for a highway much, or something. More. You can oh, she on a happy ending after that. No, they should have gone they could have gone full groundhog day with this where it's like she's basically like trying to like like destroy everything mm. in order to escape the realm. It would have been know. a more interesting twist, but I, it would have been all more dark for sure. Well, no, no, it's I not mean exactly it, a it would, it would, it's not how film. that's not how it would end. That's just how it would go for yeah, a while, you, and then she would the, actually try to fix it. No, no, I think I'd like her to make sort of a, you, like, you made your bed, you'll sleep in it kind of scenario, where <laughs> she's trapped in this destroyed snow globe forever. I'd like that. Anyway. I mean, you, you, I mean, it's a Christmas movie, so you still need a happy ending. But, oh, for know. sure. It'd be crazy. Okay. Do you believe in it now? Afterwards. So afterwards, they go to the nativity scene, and all the all the kids are really bad at acting. So she starts like basically yeah, because they're kids. Macroman- yeah, she starts micromanaging the kids and giving them suggestions. There's this one sequence where she talks to like this black kid, where she's like, "Okay, imagine your father really drunk." Oh God, that was well. And to um, be fair, Ted Ted's reaction, Ted's is, reaction like, he has, is very. He has his head in yes. his hands and is just like. Oh my! Like I like, but I mean, he should stop her. Honestly, he For should real. just be like, uh, "Honey, don't do that." <laughs> you know. Um, um, apparently, it works, and I guess it gets all of the kids all riled up, and they're acting good now. Again, she's corrupting the world with her Holly weird ways. You know, <laughs> it's these terrible ideas. Um, she later on refuses to buy a Christmas tree for her son and instead gets a fake plastic one, which causes her son to be all sad. Like, you're ruining Christmas, mom. Well, well, I guess more, it's like more, part of a more trade. destruction. Yeah, I guess it's part of a trade where I don't even understand the, 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 the terms of the deal, but she made a deal with the with the guy so that she could uh, for something to do with the pageant so that she could get the, the fake tree oh, for free. Well, yeah, but she's basically just ad space, I believe it was. We see that later. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, that's right. And the daughter gets involved in that too. Yes, yes, yes. Um, afterwards, and then so later on, her husband's like, "Come on, take a bath with me." He get he get he he. It's a no, very no, no. He beautiful. Doesn't say, he doesn't say with me. He doesn't say with me. Come on, he doesn't say with me. <laughs> he 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 makes a bath for her, but he doesn't say with me. The he makes it for her. The, no, the implication is they're gonna take the bath together. Obviously. I don't think that's the implication. Absolutely, at all. I think you're reading into that. I think that's, you're reading no, that's into so that. The, what are you even talking I about? I think he drew the bath just for her. I do not think there's an implication there. I think he did it just for her. I think you're both right. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. It's true. Maybe from each perspective of the character. Anyway, so it's a very beautiful bathroom. Very impressed by the time to have gotten that. 
Oh, they live in like a gorgeous ski lodge <laughs> building. Like one of those like A-frame deals with this yeah, that, giant glass. I will tell you, I will, okay, I will make an argument why is that after the scene, he kind of points to the bathtub and she's like, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Um, I'm gonna go sleep in the couch downstairs because you're not. No, my no, no. That's that's because he tries to kiss her. Well, yeah, but oh, come on. I they're they're I think they they're to- it was a romantic bath setting. Anyway. It was a romantic gesture, <laughs> but I don't think the implication was that he was gonna get in the tub. That's with not a her. weird thing. That's a normal thing like married couples do. That's not like yes, an over the top it- concept, John. It's, it, but I don't think that's the implication. I okay. think I think he was really trying to do like a genuine romantic gesture for her specifically. Sure. And he'll get in the bath too as a side plus. As I like a don't bonus. think that's what he was going to <laughs> to do. make it really romantic. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think you're reading into it. <laughs> there's nothing to read. It's like a nothing scene. There's oh, no apparently apparently it. there's more too. All right, I love so... the, where did I love the blossoms? Yes, the little like, where rose are the blossoms? Petals. But but those are the dried rose petals mm-hmm. that, that one could. Uh, but anyway, huge tub. I, so I don't see tubs like that in the real world. Ever. Oh no, that's like yeah, that's like a fucking like hotel that's hot a tub really type good, deal. Huge bathtub, and I miss those. You know. All right. No, this is this is the this is the like the 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 best suite at yeah. like a, a a very exclusive like ski lodge sure. type deal. Right. Like. All right. So, uh, back they cut like to the next day. She's at the play. She's at the like the play pageant thingy. Um, but she's getting irritated. She's like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna do auditions. It's gonna be an auditions. For the first oh yeah, time. because normally they would just draw straws to to choose parts. But so she that wants to do was... proper real do real proper auditions, and she rules of an iron fist. She's really mean to all the kids who are bad at singing, uh, including her own daughter. She's not even. She's not that mean. She's just like she's. She's I mean, mean she in just... the scenario of this storyline. I mean, I mean, by the incredibly uh, sensitive feelings of the town, uh, she's mean. But like, and 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 with with uh, old man Barnes being the the worst. Uh, <laughs> um, You're finished, old man. Go die. die. Yeah, basically. Oh my god. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, what? I mean, we'll we'll we'll. we'll so get all the to kids it. are kind of bad. Uh, her daughter isn't very good at singing, so she doesn't get a part. But her son is good, so he's in the play. This causes sort of a rift of sorts to happen. Right, because everyone's just like, oh, she gave her son a part. Um, old man Barnes <laughs> appears, and he apparently plays Santa every year, but he's having like a coughing fit now, trying to do the lines. She's like, okay, that's enough, Barnes. You can go now. Yeah, and, then Barnes, incredible. and then Barnes is like crushed. His heart and soul are broken. Wait, <laughs> I don't care if this is a snow globe. She's unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> She's at least supposed to give him like a full full audition. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I think you're supposed. Like, I know that's the trope. Is sort of like you know someone opens their mouth and yeah. they go next. Thank I you. know that's the trope. Thank mm-hmm. you. But I don't think they actually do that. I think they actually let you do a full full like you know bit first before before they reject you. I bet you can. Actually, see they don't even reject you at the sp- at the place. That what they say is okay. We'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. All right. Um. So after this, Eric, Mr. Mayor Eric, is having throwing a big Christmas party. So they all go, and then she's starting to noticing that there's like the world's kind of starting to be a bit more corrupted by this point. Everyone's starting having little arguments and fights each <laughs> other. Uh, the kids are bullying her, her daughter, and so she runs off somewhere. 
and okay. starts like crying. Uh, she's flirting with Eric more too. Um, Magus, Magus, Magus flirting, not the daughter. What? <laughs> Magus, the way, flirting... you, the way you said that, I, I, Mag... just, I just wanted to make it clear. Magus flirting with Eric again. Ted is like pretty bothered by all this stuff. Uh, they um... then go comfort the daughter in this sort of nice, sweet scene. Where she's still like, I sucked at singing too when I was a kid. Uh, or whatever. This, this one, this this bothered me because the implication here is that all producers actually are failed actors. Who are all failed writers. Uh, or something. Well, I, th- I guess that too. I guess that too. But all producers <laughs> and directors are failed actors because basically her, her, her origin story as she tells it is, well, I, I sucked at singing. I sounded like a, like a dead cow. Um, and uh, so instead, I decided I would uh, take charge of the production instead. And you can too, my daughter. Um, yes. That, and you can be my assistant producer. That's kind of a, a coach uh, athlete thing they do a lot too, where they go like the coach has uh, was was not successful, and you know now that's it's why like, he's coaching. Wow. I mean, it's dumb, but yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so they go ahead after after comforting the daughter. They head back downstairs, downstairs, and the party is basically falling apart. Everyone is screaming at each other. Uh, Ted about the parking tickets. Yes, Ted resolves this by having this weird song and dance sequence where he starts singing. He just does karaoke. It's not even song and dance. He just does karaoke. He does a little jig that one time. It's barely a jig. <laughs> uh, he sings it's... Toyland. Uh, that, badly. That one song as a as a bit. He sings it badly as a bit. We find yeah, out yeah. later. Um, everyone calms down. No, karaoke heals the town. Yes. It's because it's they all get to do it. Uh, later, she goes out, and Eric is like, come, go, has, heads over to Meg, and he like tries to basically proposition her again. Now, now he's into her. Yeah, it's like, oh, you have some brilliant ideas. We could be, you know, oh, you can, what, you can be my Marilyn to my JK, right? Or what's it? What, JFK? JFK, yeah. My, yeah, my Marilyn to JFK, and she makes a line like, you know how that ended, right? right. It's like... It, which says, I mean, like, except that the affair had nothing to do with the assassination. No. <laughs> so I don't. Or I don't did it? No. Or, or did it? Or, or yeah, did Sam it? Or did Jim, it? Jim, what's his name? Jam, Jam Samacarno. Did you know that Abraham Lincoln was also cheating on his wife? <laughs> Interesting. I read it on my JFK Abraham Lincoln card. I thought one of the worst things they did on. on the Blossom TV show was have Lincoln say that his wife was ugly, which oh. I was just like, that's great. Maybe, maybe, that's... maybe he should look in a mirror. No. That's just huh? really lame. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah, Abe yeah. should look they at his They put those words in Abe's mouth, and I, I was just like, I'm really offended oh on behalf of Abraham Lincoln here. You know? Yeah, no, the, the the great emancipator deserves better than that. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah, you know. I mean, like, he obviously, he did... There was a lot of difficulties there with his wife, and I mean, it was a, it was definitely a difficult marriage. But yeah, I can't the man, I can't really see Abe Lincoln being like, oh, and she's ugly. It's like I don't think that's the issue yeah. here. Yeah, um, he was yeah. a very patient man. So Eric tries to kiss Meg, and she, but she like put pushes him away. But Ted sees anyway, so he gets all like angry. 
Also, Eric's wife in this universe. Also, Eric's wife sees it, too. I don't know who the wife character is in this universe. She's like a non-existent person in the real world. She's just nothing. Yeah, she's just there. Yeah, it's, weird. Was... it's weird that there's like a not... It's like, like they forgot to write that Yeah, it's I'm, unless, they're, unless the angel's implying like Eric is cheating on her if this woman in the real world even maybe. Who can say? Um, well, we it, well it would have been nice if there was a real world analog. There though. is not. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Ted runs off into the woods and then Meg follows uh, him and Ted has a big speech about, you know, how awful Meg is being. And it's like, you know what? The pageant is funner when it's shit. And even more importantly, <laughs> even more importantly, the, the, the idea that in, in this other world that you make Christmas movies instead of watching them is absurd. And that sounds fake as shit, Meg. But I'm just arguing, according to the Asylum, making Christmas movies is fucking easy. Um, and they do it too. So I think, actually, uh, I'm not sure Ted's argument makes a lot of sense. I at really least watching know. this film. I see what they're trying to do, but it's it falls a little flat. All right. Um, the next day happens. Uh, they get a knock on their door, and it's Eric. And he's like, I'm foreclosing your house. <laughs> no, evicting. Not foreclosing, evicting. Both, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, foreclosure is something different. Guess but, what no, day he's... you're going to have to leave on? Christmas <laughs> Day. I fucking loved that because it's like, okay, like, it's like, but it's like, well, no, you can't do that because, like, the, the, the old man Barnes owns the woods. It's like, no, he sold the woods to the town. <laughs> uh, so the town can do this now, which apparently, uh, okay, to two things. So apparently old man Barnes... Uh, and they have a town meeting, and old and people are like, "Old man Barnes would never do that." Old man Barnes stands up. He's like, "No, nope, it's I true. Did it. This I town did it. This, this, this town's this, gone to the dogs. You suck. This town, this something's gone wrong with this town. The as far as I could tell, the only motivation old man Barnes has for doing this is that he got rejected from the Christmas patch. I was what, only I was that. It's only that. I was in the wet restaurant. Only... My, my waitress never smiled at me. <laughs> he would and then do I was that. At the cashier and the guy said, uh, uh, "I said, can you get me some pack of cigs?" And the guy said, "No problem." And I said, "Excuse me, I'm not your problem. I'm your customer." <laughs> no, he. Oh my God, he absolutely would do that. No, yeah. So he got rejected of Santa Claus from the Christmas pageant one year, and so he's like, "Well, this town's gone to the shit." So, uh, uh, you know, so enjoy your McMansion. <laughs> so pad. you're all gonna die. You're all, well, no, you're not gonna die. You're all just gonna you're gonna, you're gonna be no. You're all gonna get ejected hell. in the middle of winter, and and you live in a snow globe. Oh no, no, not <laughs> everyone. Not everyone. Just 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 the just the. You could just probably argue it. all metaphorically die, considering that it's all fake reality <laughs> and mix. Heck, it, it, yeah, their say? souls die. Their souls will die. The, the spirit yeah. of the town. The spirit of the town's lost. He'll be turned into suburban McMansion hell. Um, okay, so that's so that's that's old man Barnsley. But then the other thing I love about that is that she's been in the snow globe for what like two days three days yeah or something. she's ruined everything already well no 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 he's he's already evicted they just closed the deal to sell the land to the town that old man barnes just did spontaneously and i guess already they've come up with development plans they have blueprints now, they've fair, changed the zoning they've done the permits like that shit takes years it's and yes i know town. it's a magical it's a magic town world. and also clearly the angel's manipulating everything and making yeah. everything fall into place because she's actually the real villain of this story i noticed okay. that with the parking thing happening instantly like all of a sudden everybody has a ticket all of a sudden 
sudden. I mean, right. like, immediately. Who's How many cars could there be in this town? So here's the thing, okay? The only really cop fast. we see in this film is the angel pretending to be a cop. That's so true. clearly she's the one giving the tickets That's as well. true, yeah, yeah. How, how many cars could there be in this town? <laughs> like, everything looks like it's within walking distance. It's a dinky little town. It's, it's again, it can't really commit to oh, the... Oh, she could have the... started giving people parking tickets for parking on the street or something. <laughs> just really existing, like having that. a car. Yeah, just having a car. It's kind of like, this is well, a driveway ticket. You're not allowed to park it's a driveway in your driveway. Ticket, it has yeah. to, your car should be in your garage, not in your driveway. So by this point, Meg realizes how much she's destroyed the town, and he heads her to the angel, and it's like, I'm done. I'm calling it quits. You can take me back to the real world now. And she's like, so, yeah. all right, so, I, I guess everything. so. so she uh, I'm really, I'm disappointed in you. The bridge was really cool. <laughs> well, she, really yeah, she takes this fucking like, little park bridge, I guess. It's, it's a pedestrian bridge, which yeah. made it mysterious. It's a little, it's a little yeah, like rope bridge yeah. like a little like swing that was bridge. interesting i'd like no, to I go to that it. place i liked it and was, again yeah. it's 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 it was fun that like i i i enjoyed the laziness of it that like if you looked at the other side of the bridge there was no snow mm-hmm. and that was just the laziness of like we didn't bother we did this all the cgi crap with snow on this side but we didn't do anything on that side but again from an artistic standpoint kind of rooks sure it, it just it'd be nice if it's they confusing why so. this bridge is the exit out of the snow globe because uh, it, it's like in the middle of town i can only assume it's not it's, like outside well, no, of appara- town. no apparently it's out it's out in the woods somewhere apparently because they're just surrounded by trees but um that would be so I mean, cool it, if like they couldn't see the way out to their town unless they have a certain kind of vision but then it's like it's right there the whole time well so again 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 the fakeness of the town and sort of everyone in the town just sort of accepting it like well of course yeah. like the train like the train and the and the clock that like does the, is only shows one time yeah it's like this could have have rooked yeah. if they had actually committed to that idea right. like well yeah of course it's supposed to be fake and of course the people in the town just sort of accept it like well yeah of course that's how it's always been like what do you mean meg like you know <laughs> um so but so she's really she's like she's clearly really sort of struggling internally about actually leaving or not she changes her mind it's like wait a minute angel i have no way to fix all of this I also like that, like, they use a bridge, but it's, like, it doesn't even make sense metaphorically. It doesn't. I don't really get it. Um, like, it, like it, it could, but it doesn't. Here's a weird thing. I, I, I'll talk about that actually after this film. But um, it's interesting. This film is kind of pushing a narrative, which is, like, the fantasy world is, like, the good thing you should focus on. And that doesn't tend to be... Like, okay, you see a lot of the style of stories pretty common, right? Where it's like there's the fake fantasy world, but often that world is like the, like almost sort of dangerous to like envelop yourself in. Like, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to live in reality. Right. This film almost has a sort of alternative interpretation, which is like the fake world is the one you should be like striving for, right? And like seeking out and trying to like make work, even though it's impossible because it's not real. That's kind of what the movie is saying in some way, which is, I guess, fine. But it's it's different. <laughs> if that makes any sense. I know what you're saying. I was trying to think of their examples, though, where the fantasy is aspirational. Uh, that um, one episode of Goosebumps. I suppose Wizard, I was think- Wizard of Oz worked that out pretty well by having her desire yeah. to be to go home, but she has to do all this stuff mm-hmm. in order to do it. Which is really kind of like... So like uh, Odysseus having all his adventures and, and sure. he has to go home. But the like, hero's dream. He's gonna have a lot of stuff going on in between. So there's plenty of time, you know. 
All right. I'm going home. So, uh, so she runs out. She's like, "Okay, Ted, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do no more auditions. Anybody can be in the play. Awesome, getting Santa back. Old Man Barnes is gonna play Santa again. I'm gonna get every, make everything work." She goes off to Eric and says, "Like Eric, I'm gonna make enough money, twice as much money as the forest." This, this. <laughs> this fucking thing. I she love says, how there's no dollar amounts mentioned, so no, they just, just keep it at this, pennies. like, you know. Yeah, like, like, uh, like, okay, well, I guess if we're charging everyone who comes to the Apache $10,000 each, I don't know how the fuck M- this, this is. Old no, Man Barnes sold that, that force for, like, for like, 10 a cents. A dollar, yeah, or something. Yeah. 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 I, you it. know there's what? no I money could... in the snow globe. Their economy is very... It's it, tanked. She's bringing it's New fucked. York expectations to the snow globe economy, and she's... And she doesn't even realize it's not even a problem. It's sort of like, give me that back. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, now no, she could, you own She could have just stolen again. the deed or something, you know, <laughs> like it, it doesn't even need to be like a, a sale. No, but what she says, I th- this this cracked me up again because I'm like, overthinking. I'm overthinking municipal governance. Go, no. <laughs> oh my god i knew that was gonna happen i knew i knew exactly what was gonna happen i was just like oh my god are you wait kidding me? check but Hold no on. but no like but, but this is again this is me overthinking municipal governance because <laughs> i because what she what she says to eric is like okay look you were going to like like clear all the timber sell the timber and then like sell the land for twice as much as you bought it right and then so it's like okay i will that that's the dollar amount that i will i will raise from the play from the play <laughs> except if the town actually did that then they would be collecting tax revenue from the developed land so there's actually more money that they would acquire into the future like a whole that's extra why dollar town, that's why towns develop Nobody land is for the eric tax revenue taxes, eric does okay? not know about Taxes. Yeah, do not well, let no, him it's, know it's about this idea. Cause... Yeah, yeah. Again, again, again. They could I, I, if they just if they did a little bit of rilled building. If they just committed to the bit a little bit more, that they're all naive snow globe people <laughs> who don't know what that taxes are. Good. That would have been great. That would have been great. Yeah. She could have said like uh, she could have like yeah, that could have been why the town was out of money because they've never heard of taxes. And like make have been like oh, don't you like don't you have taxes? And and Eric would just give a blank look and like what are taxes? And she's like oh, oh they're those never, things never you mind. put in the wall. Uh, here's, here's a little <laughs> box of um, taxes. Well, we've had those all the time. Yeah, it makes us all like, right. uh, never mind. Um, so afterwards, she then starts the play, goes off of a hitch. Everybody seems actually really miserable in the crowd, but I guess they all loved it. Um, those fucking crowd shots, though, no one looks happy to be. I love those. Those, that, those, who act, those, any of those people. Oh, my God. Those background like actors stairs. or whatever. But as Blake soon as you pointed smiles. it out to me, I, I, they're they're all the rest of them were them all excited about the performances and stuff, you know. Um, oh, and they're and they're laughing hysterically at the part where like um, they they like old man Barnson show up and it's like, okay, you just get in a Santa costume. It's in the back. And like, okay, we have to make time. So like Ted like comes out like kind of like <laughs> that's and they like and yeah. that yeah, the really half ass bit and everyone's dance. laughing and awful. cheering. It's so bad. They, they should have sang the Gilbert and Sullivan song for real and mm. just done that, you know, instead of this like half-ass like jump. I guess they around. couldn't get the. I guess they couldn't get the copyright. Uh, Gilbert, I think that's public domain at this point. Okay, well, who knows? They're just fucking lazy. So the play's success, except I guess they raised like ten bucks, probably. He brings out the little, the little pail. <laughs> There's like maybe ten, twenty dollars in there. <laughs> no, yeah, he brings out the little pail. It's like what, like you would see it, like at like, well, at, at at a Christmas play, you know, it's like this little like red pail, and it's like a little plastic little child's pail, and like, and he doesn't even 
like pull out the money and count it. He just looks at it and goes, "We're just short." Yeah, yeah. Any information. So they're all like, "Oh no!" But then it turns out that uh, old man Santa Claus has come out on stage. Yeah, yeah. Wrote a check for an amount that that, an undetermined amount that would cover everything. It's as if like the legal department advised them, like, "Don't share actual dollar amounts here. (laughs) This is protected information commercially here." No, I'm sure. I'm sure the writer probably like was like, "Should I put dollar amount here?" Nah, it was probably blank in the script, like to be filled in later, and then they like fuck it. (laughs) Or or like or they did fill it in and were like, "No, that doesn't make sense." Because like because like once they actually start, I, I actually. We're giving him too much credit. I think the, I think he, he was just kind of like, oh, I shouldn't put in a dollar amount because then I would have to explain it. Right. Eh, fuck See, it, it. seems it um, seems like it seems like they had to do more work to avoid doing that. I don't know. It, I, I think it would have been funny if they had had. What if they had fake money that was like Monopoly money and they were holding it up as That'd part of the great. fake town or Christmas money? Oh yeah, and sure. there's like a Christmas. There's Santa Claus is on the five. And like a Christmas tree is on the one, mm. and there's a snowman on the ten. That's perfect. Frosty's on the ten, and then yeah. and then who's on the twenty? And the uh, never mind. It, it's yeah, really overcomplicate. Discuss the entire like the this entire tax. This is a great toy idea, though, you guys. We could market Christmas. Money. Oh. Dude, there's probably there's probably a Christmas version of Monopoly. There's definitely Christmas a Christmas Monopoly. version oh, of Monopoly. Oh, I love it. I, it. I it should be more sacrilegious than it is, though. Definitely. Well, yeah. The, the and that the at the end you buy like maybe you put the Christ three. on the twenty. Well, yeah, like the, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, well, <laughs> I was thinking like you're but you buy it's just like those damn Christians can't complain about us now. <laughs> but we then put they the put Christ in Christmas. Else, they put somebody higher than Jesus with a bigger denomination. Oh yeah, like Mark <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oops, that was a mistake. People are offended by this. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, I knew it was gonna be old man Marts Once they cut to that shot where it's it's like it's Santa Claus, and I was just like, oh, they're doing the thing from the start of the movie where it's the fake movie that Meg that Meg was making. Yeah, it's it's, it's he's gonna pull down the beard, and it's like actually I'm right here, and it's like, <laughs> and apparently old man Barnes used some of the money that he got from the sale of his woods to save the woods yeah which, and then sure. so i guess everybody cheers that the town is but saved. that's it's it, now but now it kind of makes sense because it's like okay well yeah they probably raised like 15 dollars from the christmas pageant and then old man bards gave him the check for 150 grand it's like we have enough money now <laughs> <laughs> All part of Meg's plan, I can only assume. And there's a big plaque saying the people who save Snowtown. <laughs> and Hobart Barnes is, just, is at equal standing with everyone who, who gave like $2 that's and right, like in the tin. That's right, that's right. All right, uh, after this, everyone cheers, and then the angel drops the curtains, and Meg gets hit by them in the head. It's again. not a curtain, it's it's the sign. It's 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 a it's like a little placard that says like Christmas Town or something. Nonetheless, she it. gets knocked out. <laughs> hits her, the corner of it smacks her in the head and apparently she's dead because that's the end of christmas town in the snow globe world yeah she fucking dies and the and everyone's like and ted just like drops to his knees and starts crying over the that reminds me that reminds me before when she's when she's convincing her family to 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 uh help her uh run the christmas pageant to save the town uh she says something along the lines of like look like one way or another like before i leave like you know let's do 
one last Christmas together. And, that was and, that and, whole last Christmas shit was really bizarre. Mm-hmm. It was so bizarre. It was so grim. Too. All of like, a sudden, and, and, this is the end days. <laughs> the end. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And like, I mean, like, even like, I think she even has a line of kind of like, before I leave, and they should, they, they really should have had a line of like, what do you mean before you, where are you going? Well, like, yeah, they have a bit where she's talking to the daughter, and the daughter's all like, when you leave, is the real mommy gonna come back? Oh, I loved that bit. Yeah. That yeah, was really yeah, cool. yeah. Oh fuck, that came out. Of nowhere and yeah. i was just like i'm sorry what did you just say <laughs> um so she wakes up back in the real world uh the snow globe is broken um the assistant's there and she's like are you okay and she's fine she's all crazy I will genuinely and say i i will genuinely say actually really liked this scene oh sure the the the, the this is the this is Take the what away, day yeah. is this is the what day is it boy scene you know <laughs> like you you there boy what day is it well it's christmas day sir this is this yeah. is that scene um except it's still christmas eve obviously but actually liked this scene i have nothing really bad to say about it because she's just fixing everything and just like oh, okay fine yeah she calls the up the frank her boss and he's like i you know what frank uh how i've bought you a, a fucking uh what a oh, well, train no, okay. trip no no she she um she she was gonna buy him cirque du soleil tickets and then she said <laughs> and then and then um she said, "Actually, no. Uh, for the assistant, actually uh, uh, got them with the company dime. Apparently, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why this company doesn't have a, a, a is having financial troubles. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but she just gives them to the assistant. It's like, actually, no. You you have that because you would actually enjoy it. I have a different idea for Frank. And then like, and then and then Frank calls her up and it's like, like, how did you know? Like, it's like, oh, you've always loved steam trains. Like ever since you were a little boy. And he's like, I've never told anyone that. I've never told. Uh, it's my dark little secret. <laughs> Mister Burns. <laughs> Mister Burns. Thomas the Tank Engine was his favorite show. <laughs> um, but um, and. Um, and and what what else does she say? She's uh oh yeah she's and and she's like oh yeah and like the 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 film's in the can it's all it's all ready to go we're all set basically so just in a matter of a few minutes oh and she pairs off um a couple of her of the stagehands who were married oh, in the yeah, snow globe yeah, yeah, universe yeah, yeah. she's just there like is some... hey well it's interesting because okay her 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 like moral message is like not everything needs to be perfect. Right, and that's her. That that's whole thing about the pageant. Is that the message that's, of the movie? That's I don't whole think thing. So. In, that's because all right. The, in the pageant, she, that's her realization because like the pageant is gonna be perfect. It can be like whatever. It's it's cool, cool. Okay, if it's bad, and then she's in the real world. The assistants all like, you know, are you sure you want me to not like? You're sure you don't want me to leave? I can like finish up all the final touches of the Christmas film. And she's like, you know what? I think it's okay if the film isn't very good. Which I can only th- I-, I can only think David Michaelot says that. At the end of every single fucking asylum rap, I don't think that's the moral of the film. I think that I think. What do you think the moral of of this movie is? I think that's fine as a moral. I I think the moral is. I I think at least when it comes to the pageant and the town, I think the in it this this. Okay, here's the problem. Any message you could derive from what she does in the town doesn't really apply to what she does in bat when she wakes up again. It, it, there's there isn't really anything uh, there, but in the town, the message would be leave well enough alone. I don't think that's the case, though. I think that's I think that's what's being driven because she's like she oh, she wants to change the pageant. She has ideas for the town, all that kind of stuff, and in in the process, she's ruining the town. I think, and and like, and then there's the whole thing. Okay, with the kids but all right, like, here's eh. let me counter this point though, because would that imply the and angel again, was this doesn't fully... apply to the outside world? That would imply the angel is 
fully expecting her to fuck up and fail, but she's also disappointed in her for doing that at the same time. Well, the, what would be the angel's logic the angel if she just hanged insane. out? She, the angel just had if she just if Meg just had fun in the snow globe world okay, and wait, just enjoyed on. her before, fake husband. Before we talk about the moral, we should finish off what actually happens in the movie. <laughs> okay, okay, because okay. it's because it, it it's really important. <laughs> um, so she realizes the broken snow globe has like the address on the uh, like on the back or whatever. No, is her an address? Yeah, that's I thought what... she just I thought she just took it to it. No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not it. Her assistant said, um, her assistant goes, "Oh, hey, I found an address for a person who fixes snow globes for you. Uh, do you want me to take the snow globe?" And May goes, "No, that's okay. I'll, 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 I'll take that. I'll take the address from you. You go, you go have fun. You go uh, uh, enjoy your Christmas. Um, I'll take the snow globe." Okay, so so she takes it to the snow globe maker, and it turns out the snow globe maker is Ted, uh, the the her her snow globe husband. Uh, except it's he also the real but guy. he also sees that Ted seem appears to be married and has children already. Right, well. and she like, but she and, and but like, yeah, she like knocks on the door, and and he's like, Meg from college, like, hey, like, and and it's like, oh, hey, like fancy seeing you like wow and and then it turns out it's it's not his fa- that's the twist it's not his family it's he's his single. sister and he's single it's, it's all good he's single it's 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 actually the family is actually his sister and and uh, niece uh, so she ends up joining christmas with them and we cut 10 years later <laughs> and they're married and they have children they're married and they have the children it's the it's the same children from the snow globe universe uh, it's they're like opening up like they're 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 doing they're like putting the tree together and then they take out a, like a a star, and this is the same star that was in like the snow globe world. And then Ted yes. reveals that that star was his mother's. No, he says um, that in it, he back does in the too, snow but globe you know we didn't mention that part. So and then they look at the, and then on the tree there's an ornament and it has a picture of a woman in it, and it's the woman who's the 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 fairy angel uh, elf de- demon thing that yes. has been you know uh, uh, that that trapped her in the snow globe realm. And she looks at and goes, "Oh, who's that?" And Ted goes, "Oh, that's my mother." And you know, it's like sometimes I feel like she's looking. You know, she's every Christmas I feel like she's you know what wa- wa- like, you know keep, watching wa- over wa- me. Watching yeah. over me, and 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 Meg's like, you know, I think you're right. And then we know, zoom and, out of the window, and it's and it's the angel there, and, and she, she's there. She winks at the Mom's... camera, and the film ends. And yeah, she snaps out of existence, which can only imply the entire time she was just trying to get a date for her son. For her son, that's the implication of the movie. That's the only implication that's that makes the, sense. It's the entire motivating force of of the movie is she was trying to to get her son hitched. That was it. <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's the movie. That's it. Um, okay, now no we can talk Christmas. about whatever. If the movie has a moral or not. Um. Yeah. Okay. What's What's the moral of this film? I um, don't think there is one really. <laughs> that there were the things that I kept saying were thesis statements by the, well, uh, yeah, by, the every by time the you bring it like angel. you know what? Well, you know, a, a snow globe is always swirling. It's you know, it's never in still motion or whatever. They should have made the snow look fake if they're going to do was that. Really? But... I, I mean, yeah, that kind of the, the don't be perfect thing or whatever. It was like there's a bunch of little kind of lessons like except that, that in the end small lessons, except yes. that in the end she's achieved the perfect life that she had exactly in exactly world. she accepts the fantasy world in essence and is given the fantasy world as like a reward even though she also ruined the fantasy world in the fantasy world <laughs> but then she fixed it well she fixed it 
Um, but and yet she still ruined it. I, I Again, I wish she ruined it more. I really, I really wish that the well, movie ended like a lot further. Huh? Yeah, she should have been. She should have been, been burning houses down. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Definitely. People should have been dying and melting and like just a real <laughs> sort of destruction of the world. Because you can take it all back later. <laughs> um, I almost wanted a sequence like uh in the library episode of Doctor Who where uh, Dawn is inside, like, the computer world, right? And she realizes that every single child is, like, an exact clock copy of, like, there's only two different, like, versions of each kid in the world. Yeah, that was, that was so good. Um, I almost wanted something like that, like, a bit more of a sort of dark twist of, like, everything not being really real. Uh, we don't get any of that in this film, but I wish they were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I. It's such. It's my God. That's a, the the ending is a hell of a twist. Well, it's like what is what is this fucking movie about though? It's not okay. It's not a bad movie, and I'm not sure I recommend this movie either per se. But it, it's a fascinating movie. Yeah. It's more than I could say for most asylum films. Most asylum films are like, yeah, this is shit. This is lazy. This was just like whatever. They like they crapped this I out. I just watched like a, a really shitty. This was actually like it's lazy, but it's lazy in a very yeah. interesting way. I just way watched the... like a really shitty Christmas movie on Netflix that was like a castle for Christmas or whatever, and that sucked. Uh, and I'm like, well, this movie was better than that for sure. I, there's another. There's another Christmas movie. Uh, I think it's called like. Uh, um, uh, it, it's a pun on Die Hard. What is it? A um, but Die Hard is already a Christmas movie, John. Uh, no, 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 no. This is a joke in this stupid <laughs> Netflix Christmas movie that they released this year. Fuck, what was it called? It, it's like, fuck, what was it called? It was. I have to look this up. But it, it's um, it's this terrible. It's this absolutely terrible Christmas movie that Netflix released this year, where it's meta humor to the nth degree. It's like they're sure. referencing all the other Christmas movies, and it's so fucking irritating. Uh, and it, it's and, and I enjoyed this movie way more than that. Love Hard, Love Hard. Oh, that's see. that's yes. the name. That's the name of it. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so irritating. It, it's so irritating. It's so bad. And and they make a joke of like, oh, die, is Die Hard a Christmas movie or not? It's all of this meta humor. Uh, and, and like the characters very explicitly reference all these other Christmas movies. And this movie, A Snow Globe Christmas, has ten times the originality and creativity of that movie. All right, so here's my, here's my statement. And that's okay. a fucking actual production. As a movie, I don't think I reckon it, recommend this. As a Hallmark-style Christmas film, I think I do. I think, I think if you're this gonna is watch better than most whole, Hallmark, yeah, but like, Hallmark but people, people, are, people like watching those films during the holidays, you know, that kind of thing. I think I think you can definitely slot that movie into their sort of like list, and people would, like it'd be fine there. Like it'd sit there, well, you know. I think most Hallmark films aren't very like memorable. Oh, for sure. My, but my point is, people that this is people binge watch those, you know. Yeah. And I'm saying yes. put that film on your binge watch list, and it would yes. slot if, in yeah. there quite nicely. No, if you're gonna get drunk on like an eggnog, I mean like alcoholic eggnog. If you're gonna like get wasted on eggnog and like and watch a bunch of shitty Christmas films anyway, you might as well watch this one because it's kind of memorable. Just for that twist, just for that ending. 
Um, yeah. What's your thoughts? What's your final thoughts on this film, Dad? What's like? Do you recommend this as a thing? I um, I wouldn't. Uh, but uh, I I thought I enjoyed watching it well enough. Um. But I don't know. There were there were like parts of it that were where my attention wandered because. But at the th- same time, like it, it was sort of weird trying to figure out where it was going to go. I did not think the ending ending was very good. Like the whole way it wrapped up, but that's pretty usual with these kind of surprise movies, you know. But um, I I thought it was better acted than most Asylum well, films. Well, for sure. And people um, tried. Yeah, yeah. Film, at least people tried. I uh, I, I it could have been better like most of the way through but on the other hand i was thinking about the fact that we were talking about the plot like there was actually something to figure out and for most asylum movies like it would be (laughs) so pointless to like sort of go then why did this happen why did this happen or something like that or why did this character do this thing you know but uh actually you have that here too but it's like at least it was like sure the way the character was written like this character's irrationalities were consistent with one another you know um, but the weird thing is like, like, see, it's, it's, it, it, if that's, is it like, is it like a triumph? It's a triumph of fantasy. Like, like really she makes terrible Christmas movies and the triumph of fantasy is this weird thing where this woman, uh, spirit is able to like lure her into like a permanent thing where like, um, she also has control over her son somehow and right. the world that the son is in and 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 she makes sure but it's weird that like what is the alternative that she's she she had to fetch her from some alternative place and go you know but they had dated in the alternative place oh you know what i found really weird is how she goes around and finds the place when she's back in the movie world oh, the, the real the, world the real world yeah, yeah. yeah it's like what was that right down the street from there or something like um, that it was oh yeah a- weird. apparently apparently the snow globe shop is the yeah the alpine lodge house that they had <laughs> in the snow which was like so, like the, they showed that establishing shot and i was like oh come on yeah 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 and it was, it was just kind of like oh god you're just gonna yeah okay i get it right <laughs> No, the way it wrapped up was very lazy. Yeah. But again, unlike most asylum films where the laziness where I'm just kind of like, oh for fuck's sake, you couldn't have even tried it for <laughs> right. a bit. In this case, I was like, the laziness almost serves to make the film more interesting. Yeah, it's almost it's, like, it's almost because dreamlike, it's like, if you would. Right. It's sort of like well <laughs> well, it's it's like it's like I know there's nothing to this, objectively speaking, and yet I'm like but this could have served the film. Yeah. This actually could have served the film, which which makes it kind of interesting to me. Again, I might just be doing the thing, though, where I'm making it more interesting in my head. Listen, it's the only like way we're going to survive doing this podcast, John. <laughs> what could have We have been. to do this thing. We're going to just keep going. That being said, again, the twist ending is sort of like it, it casts like I did not see it coming at all. And it completely changes the implication of everything that happens in the film. Yeah. And so for that, I was like, holy shit. Like it actually gave me something to chew on right. at the end. It, dude, dude, it gave say. me like fucking chills, you know? Fucking, I saw <laughs> that and I was like, bro, what? Dude, what? holy shit. <laughs> this changes everything. It actually I watched the movie five everything. times afterwards. 
it actually changed everything. <laughs> it turned it from a a like a Scrooge's go situation right. like oh we're here to like instill the Christmas spirit in you and make you a better person it changed it from that to oh no this 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 spirit whatever it it's is like has ulterior yeah, motivation off your soul in the side the Christmas globe world it's it's amazing um like 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 it, and now it makes me think about other stories. Like, did the ghosts who haunt Scrooge have ulterior motives? Um, who well, knows? With, okay, well, is a character that's rarely mentioned in A Christmas Carol, which is what is his partner's ghost who appears like in the he's first... the first one who shows up. Yeah, yeah, but no one talks about that character really ever. Like, no one brings him up ever, despite him being like, I guess like the more or less the start of that story. Right, he's, because he's, he's yeah, well, damned. Yeah. He is. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, but that's like a real threat towards Scrooge. Yeah. It's a, you will become like me yeah, if you don't exactly, do this. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's real damnation with no sort of like nobody even redoing Scrooge has ever suggested dragging that guy back from hell. Right. That would have been nice, but no <laughs> one's going to do that. It's kind of like, nah, oh. he's in hell. He's done. You know. If that's that's real Christianity, there it's like if you if you don't do it before you die, suddenly Scrooge is like running down the street, like saying like Merry Christmas, everybody. He turns and Tiny Tim's there, and Tiny Tim smiles at Scrooge and says, "I win." <laughs> and that's right, Tiny Tim was behind the whole thing the entire time. It was all well, Tiny Tim's scheme to to get back at Scrooge for ruining his father's life. Well, it's funny because like so many times when people like like retell a, a, a Christmas Carol, they they do go with the idea that the ghosts are actually fake. Like it is someone ch- using the the Christmas Carol story and but but trying to stage it to you scare mean like a Scooby Doo sort of thing, I guess. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You should have done that in Scooby Doo sometime. Like a ghost think... who's trying to like awaken everyone's conscience. I think they did do that in a Scooby Doo. Now that I well, think about it, I think what you're actually it. Foster's Home for Magic Friends has an episode of that. Um, well, yes, Foster's has that too. But I think there is a Scooby Doo where they do this. I'm it's sure, one of those. I would be surprised. It's one of those. It's one of those billion Scooby Doo episodes. It's. It was one of those. I remember this now. My God, it was. It was. It was on the Cartoon Network when I was a kid. But it was one of those seventies Scooby Doo specials, or maybe eighties, early eighties, maybe. But it's one of those like. It's not the original Scooby Doo. It's one of those terrible specials they did later on, where they introduce other characters. Like there's Scrappy Doo, and then there was that other dog that was really dumb that they've never brought back for any of the modern Scooby Doo. I know you're fucking talking. Yeah, yeah, Scrappy he's just he's dude. just another Scooby Doo, but he's dumb, yeah. basically. And he's gray that, yeah. instead of brown. Yeah, there was but this, like Supermutt or something yes, like that. Right? Oh, well, there was so Supermutt. My was God, the dumbest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> putting a, putting a fucking dog in a suit, you know, in a, in a superhero outfit. This is so bad. It, it's, it's from the same era as Scooby Doo as like those specials where right. they had like the Harlem Globe Trotters yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah. Batman and all together, Robin. Exactly. Well, yeah, they wouldn't have done it. The, the all the first, all the original Scooby Doo first couple seasons, it's all about protecting property values. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. strictly like that, that, which is great. It's just so interesting. You know, it's kind of like, well, we need to convince everybody to be scared of here. You know? <laughs> it's kind of the or, op- or no, it's, actually, it's funny actually, no, it's, it's the it... opposite of what like people do to attract people to places. And of course, Beetlejuice got to do that with like the whole. Um, 
oh, what if we scared everybody off and then it turns out that it attracts them more? But, you know, this is much later, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's the postmodern Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it's... But I remember now the Scooby-Doo where it's, like, it's the one with, like, it's one of those specials with a dumb dog, but, like, there's, like, an orphanage, and then, like, there's, like, a, a Scrooge character who's gonna knock down the orphanage, <laughs> and, 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 then, and then there's ghosts involved. Sure. I, I, I kind of remember this now. Boy, man, it sucks enough to be in an orphanage. I like to, ma- like, I, well, I like even... to imagine the end of that story. <laughs> We're going to get like, rid of the orphanage. Like too, to imagine, yeah. I like to imagine the end of the story. Scrooge is like, thank you, gang. Now I'm going to tear down that orphanage. <laughs> right. Thank yeah. God those ghosts weren't real. I'm free of consequences. Yes. My conscience is clear. <laughs> I'm rich. There are no consequences for me. And then he, then he, I don't know, he sets the orphanage on fire. I, I mean, literally everyone does a Christmas Carol parody at one point or another. Sure. The Muppets did it. Mm-hmm. The, like, you know, everyone. Everyone does a Christmas Carol. So, like, over a long enough timeline, you, at, at, everything has to rule, do with... John? Ev- yes, <laughs> that is in our rule. Over a long enough timeline, a Even show Gilligan's has to Island do... Even Gilligan's Island did a Christmas Carol I'm sure Gilligan's Island did a Christmas Carol at some point <laughs> they, because they over really a long enough it. timeline, <laughs> they they had a, so many and they had so many like um, theatrical productions on Gilligan's Island too. They were always putting up a stage and uh, and doing stage shows. They were really, really, really uh, busy, really elaborate, busy group of seven people there. You know. Get I guess they have to be, right? On an island. I mean, they have like, nothing to do, I suppose. I guess so. And do dumb No lights, plays. no phone, no and they, motor they can't, car, they can't not ex- a single they... <laughs> luxury like Robinson Crusoe. It's a primitive as can be. Um, yeah, man. Dude, why, why do you know that whole thing? I, oh, not, everybody you should, knows that you song know. if you're from I, that age. That's fair. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was on TV all the time at one time. <laughs> um, it's a very memorable tune, too. There was also, there was even a record in the 70s where... Um, uh, where it was Stairway to Gilligan's Island, and I can't remember right the second. If it's it's got to be the lyrics of Gilligan's Island sung to the tune of Stairway to Heaven, but it was good. It was a pretty good like music parody, definitely. All right, but yeah, inevitably everything has to do a Christmas special, and the easy way to do a Christmas special is just retell a Christmas. Now you can do It's a Wonderful Life as well. You could also oh, do It's yeah, a Wonderful there's been Life. A few of those now, yeah. There's been a few of those, but yeah. So yeah, those th- those are your two options basically, yeah. and and you do those because if you try to tell your own Christmas story, you wind up with a Star Wars Christmas special, which is the work and, of art. I wish the more things we, like Star Wars Christmas. Special. <laughs> I mean, wish, I actually, I really wish more things were like the Star Wars Christmas yeah. special. Actually, yeah, I wish, I wish they, Star I Wars like was more like Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, no, the Star Wars Christmas special. I actually, I, uh, technically, it's the holiday special, but but uh, uh, it's I, the I, Life I, Day festival. It, actually, it's the Life, yeah, it's the Life Day festival. But um, yeah, like yeah. I, yeah, I would, yeah, I, I actually find the vision of Star Wars and the holiday special much more interesting and 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 uh, engaging than than actual Star Wars, especially Star Wars now. Right. It's you know, and it's bad. It's very bad. <laughs> But at least it's it's creative. Um, 
Well, it's something. I'm not even sure it's creative. <laughs> I don't, I don't well, okay. know. Um, You're right. You're right. It's not creative. It was the laziness of its time because it was done by a bunch of CBS executives, right. and they were like, "Oh, Star Wars. We're doing. Um, what do we put in this special? Ah, uh, get B. Arthur from from the Golden Girls to Mod, you know, and yeah. and get yeah. uh, uh, get Jefferson get Jefferson Starship. Yeah, yeah getting because Jeff- that's well, space. you know, the Jefferson Starship are, are actually Paul Kantner is uh, I think knew George Lucas uh, because he was a big science fiction guy, and they're you know they're in Marin County and everything. So, but I don't think George Lucas was actually involved in the holiday special. It's not that, just... but I think it would be more like you know like yeah jefferson starship's cool and they 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 would love to do this project kind of thing i think it's dumber than that yeah. i think it's they were kind of like okay it's star wars so what's what's sci-fi and spaceship yeah. be I mean, that's yeah, also i mean i get i get i get what they're going for yeah um and and i'm not going to lie I I actually legit like the stuff. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's just a music video. It works. Special. It's just a music video. <laughs> it's if you just totally take fine. It, if you just take it with just just as the music video, it's I like it. I like. My only that issue was that video. there were enough Wookiee noises when it was happening. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Um, we'll come back next time the new year maybe with Transmorphers two. Uh, I still uh, don't want to watch that movie, but I feel like we should man. now. Um. <laughs> Leg Scott's not involved at all, so that's fine. I, it's still, but he's given suck. his blessings. It's still, gonna <laughs> it's gonna suck. be awful, but it's a prequel, so that's, oh, that's even worse. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be a bad ending, though, right? It has to be a bad ending because the first Transmorphers, it, the world's fucked and destroyed. Uh, I guess. Oh, they're gonna do. They're gonna. Oh, they're they're gonna do <laughs> a real planet, Terminator. a real planet of the apes, or something. I don't know. No, oh, they're gonna do Terminator Three, but it's gonna suck. It's... <laughs> um. Yeah. Any. Any. Any last. Any last words. Any final words. Um, I'm out of stuff to say. I, I, I can't think of I, I can't think of a line from this movie. I'm I'm drawing a blank. Oh yeah, the quote, right. Cheerio. Yeah, it works, sure. How did you know I love trains? Yes. <laughs> That's our farewell quote. I would have liked to have seen more of Frank. I know he didn't have a purpose in the film. Hey, actually, what's so, up with that? Was the actor like, okay, I'll be in your shitty film, but I'll only have like I'll only be like in three scenes or something. Maybe maybe they cut something out of it. Uh, and to be fair, like he's in the film the exact amount of time that like is actually useful to it. Like there is no point in having him be there more, um, because he's not the voice. He's not like he, he's not like the voice of reason or like Megan's uh, uh, conscience or anything. He's he's that that's that's for old man Barnes to be, um, but. Still, I just right. would have liked to Here's see more Here's an IMDb of a quote. I'm gonna I, w- I would have liked to see more of that limey bastard. Sure, I'm going to read a quote from IMDb. <laughs> Someone bothered to write this quote in because it was so good. And the quote is, Meg, Google it? No Google? Then library it. So... Oh. Again, a, um. oh, again, again, a moment, a moment <laughs> where they're playing with the idea of it's, it's a fake snow globe right. realm. Could have rooked if they had just kind of expand if they done a little bit more world building and expanded on that a little bit. Uh, here's that statement earlier, which is Penny, you're doing it again, being a Bond villain, May. Right, right, right. How that's, many that's... times have I fired you today, Penny? Oh, I don't I know. That I bit. stopped counting when I ran out of fingers. Oh, All right, I that so that was so good as a line. Oh. Someone wrote that down. Uh, one out of one <laughs> person <laughs> found uh, this uh, interesting. Uh, uh, 
rook abuse is funny. <laughs> All right, I think that's gonna that's gonna end us. All right, Merry Happy Holidays and Christmas. Merry and Christmas, whatnot. Happy Holidays, Have a Happy New Year, right. Goodbye, everyone. Happy Holidays. Bye. Bye. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was.